This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Each Thursday on Unfiltered, I'll be bringing on a different anonymous guest to open up about their real life dating experiences. We'll discuss what they went through or are going through, how they navigated it, what they've learned and what advice they have to anyone else going through something similar. Unfiltered is your reminder that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss on Unfiltered, please email your story to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com to be considered for an episode. Real people, real stories, real life. This is Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Seeing Other People Unfiltered is presented by Mindset Wellness CBD. Their happy gummies and their calm gummies cured my dating anxiety, and I am so grateful. You should try them. You need to try them. Don't take my word for it. See for yourself. Head to mindsetwellness.com. Fill up your cart with those happy gummies to take before a date and the calm gummies to take after a date. And use code Seeing Other People at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Hi, guys. I am Jackie Shamus, and I'm here to talk about body acceptance loving yourself and dating once you've learned to really accept who you are and accept your body. I am so glad that you're here and that you reached out and thought about doing this episode because I think so many of us, I'd say way more of us than not have struggled with 
everything you just said. And I think that it is something that makes dating really, really difficult when you don't feel comfortable in your body, when you don't feel like you're good enough because of the way you look, because of how much you weigh, whatever it is. And so I feel like this is a topic that I'm really excited to dive into. And and you really are such like the perfect person to do it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I was just telling her that Alana, that this is my first ever podcast. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into the subject because I think a lot of listeners are going to relate to it. Yeah. So I want to start kind of just asking, like, I know you talk about all of these topics publicly on your TikTok. What made you start doing that? And what made you even feel comfortable to start doing that? Yes. So my sister is actually the person who inspired me. She kind of started this body acceptance movement. I say body acceptance and we can, I'll explain why later. Um, years ago. So I kind of jumped in after her. She gave a TED talk about, because she was in the fitness industry. So she gave a TED talk about um, accepting your body and exercising to feel good and not to lose weight. And just what a difference it makes to accept yourself and accept your body and knowing that you don't need to change yourself to be loved and to live your life. Like, I think so many people are constantly trying to change themselves, thinking that that's going to make them happy. And for me, I had to hit rock bottom to learn that I didn't need to change myself. And then I didn't need to be look a certain way to live a happy life. And I think I've always been an open book. So I've always told people my story and my friends would always say, why don't you share this online? Like you, you know, you're an open book. So I slowly started to share on Instagram. And then I started to do this on TikTok while also incorporating fashion into it. And I just kind of fell in love with it. It's it's a hobby for me. And it's also become sort of like a second job for me. And I really just think helping other people realize that they can be confident in their bodies exactly as they are is, is just, it makes me feel really good. And you're really good at it. And I feel like when I watch your videos, it's coming from a place of like, similarly to kind of why I started seeing other people and how I try and approach these subjects. It's like, you're not just telling people how to feel or what to think you're saying, like, I've been there and I've struggled with this and I know how hard it is. And so I understand where you are right now. But I also made it out to the other end. And I feel good. And here are things that I did and things that I want for you. And I really appreciate that. And I think that's one of the reasons that you know, you have had so much success and, and you have really like helped so many people. Um, kind of going off of what you said, there's a quote that in one of your videos that I really, really loved. It was one of your videos talking about dating. And you said that you were always saying to yourself, like, what do I need to change about myself to be liked? And then you realize the way you should be thinking is I'm going to find somebody who loves me exactly as I am. Yeah. And I think that is so powerful. And so true and not just even about body image but about everything and like we all have certain things that we're anxious about and that we might not love about ourselves and this is like a quote that we should all live by yeah I mean I lived so many years of my life thinking and I say this in the video like I will find a boyfriend once I lose weight I'll find a boyfriend when I lose 20 pounds I was like so sure of it I was positive I was like once when I'm skinny I'll find my boyfriend and then that once I started to accept my body, something that has gone into my head 
recently, which I kind of like moved on from was I need to change myself to be loved. Maybe I'm too loud or maybe I'm too much, or maybe I shouldn't be on TikTok because it scares guys away. And now I think to myself, no, I'm going to find someone who loves me exactly as I am, who shows me off because they love how I am and also loves that I do TikTok because it's something that I'm passionate about. So instead of having that mentality, I kind of shifted into, no, no, someone is going to love me exactly as I am. And just because I haven't found that person yet doesn't mean that I won't. Absolutely. And I think that's something that really like I want everyone to take away from this episode. I mean, we're only five minutes in and there's already like, <laughs> we're just like, this we're is amazing. But, yeah. But, you know, going back to like the, oh, like when I lose 20 pounds, I'll find a boyfriend. Like I remember my like roommate a few years ago and I, we, this was like right after college, we were so stressed about our weight, about how we looked. And, you know, she would say like, I need to get into shape. Like, I need to, you know, like start working out. I really need to lose like 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever. And then I think I'll be in a better place to date. And this was at a time where I had just lost a lot of weight that I gained in college. And I was like, honestly, like, and I don't want to brag by saying I lost the weight, but I lost the weight and I'm still single as fuck and having the worst dating experiences. So I promise you that's not, that is not going to be what makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, I think two years ago, I was like a completely different person. If you look at photos, I'm just 30 pounds thinner. And I remember hitting that goal weight and thinking, but I still need to lose more. And also being the unhappiest I've ever been in my life because my life revolved around exercising, around what I was going to eat. I wouldn't go out to dinner. You know, everything was revolved around my image. And it took so much for me to look that way that I wasn't living my life. So I don't know who would want to date that because I wasn't a fun person. (laughs) Right. What did you do to, you know, I don't want to say snap out of that, but I'm sure it took a lot of work and a lot of, you know, inner reflection and like really like work to, you know, get to this place where yes, you're, you weigh 30 pounds more, but you are a whole person and you do enjoy things and you love fashion and you love, you know, being social and all these like things that were missing from your life at that point. I, I will never forget. And it was August 6, 2020. I had just gotten back from Puerto Rico actually. And it was during the pandemic. So that was when it was my worst because I was just exercising two times a day. I was, you know, cooking every meal. I would never order in. It was just, it was exhausting. And I remember doing my night workout and coming home, I was by myself and I just cried and I was crying and I took a six minute video that I have on my phone and um, I called my parents and I just said, I ha- I, I'm done. I'm done living like this. I'm not living my life. And I called my parents and I said, I need to get help. And so I started immediately working with a therapist who focused on eating disorders and then um, a dietitian who kind of helped me incorporate foods that I wasn't eating again. And I gained a lot of weight rapidly and it was really uncomfortable and I didn't fit into any of my clothing. It was hard. And I will say in, during month three, I almost gave up. And I remember thinking, I, I want to go back. What if I just go back and I don't tell anyone and kind of just pretend that I'm, I'm still in recovery. And 
I was like, you know what? No, I've gotten this far. I need to keep going. And I kind of just kept, kept going at it. And eventually my weight kind of stabilized. And I think one of the biggest things that helped me was I was squishing into my clothing. So I didn't want to leave my house. And it was, you know, I refused to be a larger size because I think that's something that just kind of like you, you're obsessed with being a certain size. And I was obsessed with being whatever, smaller size. And I didn't want to get rid of that clothing. So I started just, you know, thinking like, no, 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 I'll get back to that. I'm sure I'm going to lose weight. And eventually one day I was just like, no, this clothing, I'm, I'm going into my closet. Anything that does not fit my body right now, I am donating. I donated it to Lotus House in Miami. Shout out to Lotus House. And I started buying new clothing that fit me exactly as it is. And that's something that I preach about. I say, wear clothing that fits your body exactly as it is. And I promise you will feel good. It makes the biggest difference in the world. And I've been through that exact same thing where like, I hated how I looked in everything because everything was too small on me, but I was not going to go get bigger clothes. Like I didn't even think of that as an option in my mind. It was like, well, the only thing I can do is like lose weight to fit into my clothes again. And it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. I'm like, well, eventually it's got to happen. And I remember I went to a music festival with my best friend, Julia in Boston. We went to Boston calling and I like forgot jean shorts and I needed jean shorts for like all of my outfits for this music festival. So we went to like Kohl's or something like that. And I ended up just like picking out a pair of shorts and not only did they fit me, they were like big on me. And I was like, this is the most comfortable thing I've ever worn in my life. Like, Oh my God. And I just remember like getting that pair of jean shorts felt so empowering to me because I was like, Oh wow, I don't have to feel so uncomfortable and horrible. And like clothes don't fit me. I can actually buy clothes that do fit me and I feel good in. And it was a huge game changer for me. Yeah. I mean, think about the times that you've gone out and and an outfit has been like a little bit too tight and it just ruins your night because you can't sit down. You can't do anything. I'm like, I can't eat if I'm in this thing. I can't sit. I can't do Yeah. Exactly. So when you wear something that fits your body and that just feels comfortable, it's it's life-changing. And that's something that I just preach on. I just say, if it does not fit your body, even if it's a size too small, donate it enough. Do not try to squish into a a smaller size just because it's a size. Size does not matter. I have jeans in my closet that are a size 12 and jeans that are a size eight. Like it's just, you never know. Yeah. And every brand is so different that like, if you're, you know, a size small in one brand and a size large in another, that doesn't say anything about you. It's just the sizing is different. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a powerful thing. Like how you feel in your clothes. Cause also like if you're, let's say you're going on a date and you're wearing, you know, you really wanted to squeeze into this thing. Cause you think you look really good in it, or, you know, it's something that you used to feel really good in. So you're like, Oh, like I need to look like really hot in this outfit. You're not going to be able to enjoy yourself on the date. If you're squeezing into something, because you're not going to feel like you can enjoy yourself. You're not going to feel like you can relax. All you're going to be thinking about is like, all right, I have to like suck in. I have to, you know, sit this way or, or sit upright so that, you know, my roles don't show in this because when I slouch, they do. It's like, you do not want to be thinking about any of that because if you're thinking about that, you're not present on your date. You're not getting to know this person. You're not letting them get to know you. Yeah. I actually, it's funny you say that I had a date the other day where I wore a really, and I thought it was comfortable, but I wore this like really tight bodysuit that was too tight. And 
I couldn't sit and I was so uncomfortable. And the entire date, I mean, it was not the best day, but anyway, the entire date, I was just thinking like, I am so uncomfortable. I need to get out of this bodysuit. And it's, it's just not, you're going to have an even, you're not going to have the time if you don't feel comfortable, whether it's a date or social situation. I saw a video. I feel like it's been, it's like going viral right now. I think like Barstool or Betches or something have reposted it. And it was this girl at the bar being like, I wore my, I accidentally wore my standing jeans at a sitting bar. And I'm like, that is the most relatable thing I've ever heard. I'm like, shit, like we all have a pair of standing jeans, but it's like, why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we have these things that are uncomfortable and make us feel uncomfortable in so many situations? It's so true. It's so yeah. true. I have a good like four pair of standing jeans but the rest I'm I could sit in I would say yeah I'm they're they're sitting jeans good American does a good job with that yeah exactly so okay so as you're you know going through recovery you're you have your dietitian you have your therapist you're deciding like I'm taking back control of my life and I want to you know like just change this narrative here at what point like during that time, were you going on dates? I know it was a pandemic, so that makes it a little more difficult. But what was going on in your dating life during that time? So that was 2022. I would say 2021. No, I didn't. I didn't go on a single day. And I think it's because I genuinely did not accept myself. And I believe that you need to accept yourself before you put yourself out there. Because if you don't accept yourself, nobody else will. So I knew that and I did not go on a single date. I think it took until like summer, it took a couple months. So I would say like summer of 2021 was when I really started to put myself out there again. And I, you know, felt good in my skin because I will say it took almost an entire year for me to kind of like go through, go through the emotions and go through the phases and finally, finally genuinely feel comfortable in myself and my body. What was that like? Well, were you on dating apps when you got back out there? I was. I was okay. on dating apps. I did go on a couple dating app dates. Um, I also met people, you know, I just met people out. And I will say the difference it made that like giving myself that time. And I, it might not be a year for everyone. It might be a month. It might be a little bit less, but giving myself the time to heal and to find myself again was really life-changing because I don't think if someone were to date me while I was at recovery, I don't know that we would still be together because I don't think I'm the same person. I think that I, my mentality and everything about myself has changed and my priorities have changed. Um, you know, back in the day, I probably would have dated someone who was like obsessed with health and and wellness and fitness and like wanted to go to the gym every day. And now I'm like, I need someone who's going to go to dinner with me and like get dessert. (laughs) So I, and I'm not saying that maybe I won't date someone who's super into fitness, but my priorities have definitely shifted a little bit. You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic. And when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor. And she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she 
told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from, and if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating, and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, 
and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Yeah, absolutely. With the dating apps, I want to ask because I get this question. I like I do weekly AMAs on the seeing other people Instagram story. And almost without fail, every single week, I get a question like this, where it's like, I have recently gained a lot of weight. And I don't feel like I look good in like the pictures I have from that reflect what I currently look like, slash, I don't have a lot of current pictures. Should I use old pictures? Should I take new pictures? What should I do? And I know what you know, what my opinion is on this, but I'm curious what you did and what felt good for you. So personally, I added photos that showcase my current self. So what you see on the app is what you get. I look exact. I don't face tune. This is my body. And I just make sure to, to have a full body shot because I think one of the insecurities I used to have was what if they see me in person and I'm bigger than they think? Or, you know, I had a lot of like headshots and I, I was like, what if they see me in person and they don't like me? So I want to go into the day confident knowing that they are seeing the person that they see on the app. It's really important for me to have a full body shot because what you see is what you get and I'm not going to change myself. So <laughs> this is so I would suggest taking new photos. I don't think having old photos of yourself, um, is beneficial. And I'm not saying that everyone is on the apps to look for, you know, just for, to look for someone like physically beautiful, but I'm just saying you want to go into the day confident knowing that what they see is what they get. Yeah. 100%. That, that is exactly what I tell people okay. because it's like, you don't want to, like you said, you want to go into the confident. You don't want to go into the date feeling like, Oh no, like I hope they're not disappointed or I hope they're not surprised that I look different. What if, you know, I get there and they're like, Oh, you don't look like your pictures. Like you want to set yourself up to be present on the date and be focused on getting to know the person and letting them get to know you. And if your pictures are outdated, if your pictures are 20, 30, 40 pounds off, you're not going to be focused on any of those things. You're just going to be worried like, well, what if they don't accept me? And, exactly. you know, not like there's nothing wrong with gaining weight at all. You just want to say like, this is show them this is who I am because at the same time, you wouldn't want to, you know, match with somebody on a dating app, think that they're attractive to you, like want to get to know them, get on a date with them. And then their pictures are completely different yes, or their pictures exactly. are five years old. Like nobody wants that. And so you want to show like, this is who I am. And if you are putting accurate pictures on and somebody matches with you, you talk, they ask you on a date, you know that they already like you for who you are and they want to get to know you for what you're putting out there. And so, yes, it might be 
be a little uncomfortable to take new pictures. It might be scary to put those out there and say, is somebody going to accept me for who I am? But even if 99 people don't, and that one person does, that's the one person you want to be with. Exactly. I could not agree more. And that way kind of gives you the opportunity, like, okay, we checked, we're physically attracted to each other. Now let's really get to know each other. Like yeah. I see what you look like, let's really get to know each other because we've already marked this off. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I'm really glad we're on the same page with that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like go out, get your girlfriends, your boyfriends, whoever's listening to this and take new photos. All of my photos I would say are within the past three months. Not that I've really changed throughout like within a year, but I like to keep them current and same with my prompts. Like I change them around just like based on what my interests are. It's always good to just update the app. Totally. And and you can see, you know, I think it's so important to experiment with your profile. Like if you notice that, you know, only two of your pictures are getting love and the rest aren't, or if there's like one picture that's never gotten a single like or comment or one prompt that nobody ever references or mentions, like change it up because it's not doing you any favors. And who knows, like with a little creativity and thought, what you could then put on there that does attract somebody or that does make somebody say like, oh, they're into this thing. I'm also into this thing. I want to match with them and talk about that with them. Um, 100%. And, you just made yeah. me think I need to change two of my prompts because people <laughs> don't get any answers. There's one that people always respond to. The other two is just like yeah, radio silence. All right. Well, we got some work to do we after this. Yeah, yeah. And I bet everyone listening to this also has homework to do. Yeah. <laughs> but... Going back to what you said um, about asking your friends to take pictures of you, like, yeah, everyone's like, well, how do I get new pictures? Like, guys, it is not embarrassing to say to your friend, I need new dating app photos. Come out with me. Like, dinner's on me. I'm going to bring three outfits. We're going to go grab a drink here. We're going to go to this field or this park. And then we're going to go do this thing. Like, you can plan it out. The pictures that you want, not necessarily to that will show, like, you know, the best scene with the best landscaping and the best lighting. Like, I mean, lighting is important because you do want to look good and, you know, it make it easy to see your face. But think about activities or places that are meaningful to you and take yeah. pictures that are going to show off things you're passionate about. The entire picture doesn't have to be about how good you look. Like you can look like an absolute ridiculous, like silly person. And that could be the picture that attracts the right person because they see you in that light. So think about different places you can go, different things you can wear, things you can do and have your friend take pictures of you. And, you know, if they're also single, do it for them. Be like, let's spend this Sunday like fixing our dating app profiles. We're going to do it for each other and it's going to be a great time. Yeah. And like put on an outfit that makes you feel good. That showcases your personality. Um, Take pictures of each other and also take a group shot. Like you want to show, I feel like Hinge is, I mean, all the apps, but you want to show people that you have friends, that you're fun. I don't think every single photo should be of yourself. Like maybe incorporate one friend shot or something that just shows that you, you know, you know how to have a good time. I love a friend photo and a family photo. The picture I liked of Jake on his profile was actually of him and his mom. But I love seeing like your friends and your family or your people. They're a window into, you know, your life and your world. And these are the people that I would have in my world if we ended up, you know, becoming something. And I also firmly believe that people are look happier and give off like a real you know, shine to them when they're with their people. And so that's one thing I really like would look for in those pictures. 
That's so interesting you say that, that you liked the photo of Jake and his mom, because I think if I were to see like a family shot and then maybe a friend shot and then maybe solo shots, I'd be like, okay, this guy has a good relationship with his family, which is really important to me, you know, loves his friends and is confident in himself. And I'd be like, okay, check. This is exactly, that's one thing that I, I can check off. Exactly. Okay. You brought up, um, that you think that you need to accept yourself before somebody else can accept you. And one of the questions I wanted to ask you, you know, there's that popular phrase, like you need to love yourself before you can be loved by someone else. Do you agree with that statement or what are your thoughts on it? No, I don't because I try to promote body acceptance. I don't like saying body positivity or I do say self-love, but I would, I like to say body acceptance. And the reason why I say this is because if I were to tell you, I wake up every day and look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you. I am obsessed with you. That would be a lie. So what I try to tell my followers is look at yourself in the mirror every day and tell yourself, I accept you. I accept what you look like. I accept that you are going to change throughout the years inevitably, but I accept who and what you look like right now. And I promise once you just start to accept yourself for who you are and what you look like, someone else will accept you. So I don't think, going back to your question, I don't think you need to love yourself because the truth is you're not going to wake up every day and love yourself. Like some days you're going to be like, I feel really good in my body. I feel really great. And some days you're going to be like, I feel okay. And which is what happens to me today. I woke up and was like, I don't feel so good. Like I'm, I I ate a lot yesterday. I'm bloated, but you know what? My body does so much for me and I am so lucky. And I think that once you start to tell yourself that and really believe it, someone else will accept you. Yeah. I really like that perspective. And I think, you know, like a phrase like that, and there are so many that get thrown around, but I think they're actually like kind of toxic ideas and things that make people say like, oh, well, like I don't love myself right now. So nobody's going to love me either. It's like, that's, that's not true. You know, you're going to go through phases. Like life is really hard to wake up and love yourself every day is something that is, I just, I don't know anybody who does that. And if there's anybody out there who's listening, like kudos to you, I guess, share the secret sauce. (laughs) But I think, you know, that phrase to me, is more about, I think, like you said, like acceptance and I think knowing your worth. And I think that's the most important thing. Like you need to not necessarily love yourself, but you need to know who you are and what you deserve. Otherwise you're going to accept less than that. And that That was perfectly said. (laughs) That's when you're doing yourself a disservice. That's when, you know, you're going to let somebody treat you really poorly. And I've been there and I definitely did not love myself in that time. I definitely did not, you know, know my worth and know my standards for how I wanted to be treated by somebody. And I think that's the difference. Like, did I like, there were there days where I, you know, maybe loved myself. Sure. Were there days where I was like, wow, my life is miserable right now and I'm getting walked all over. But I guess that's what, you know, it's supposed to happen at this point in my life, you know, like, it's so hard. Life is really hard. And I think just like, we have to go easy on ourselves. But I think what's important is to accept yourself for who you are and know what you're worth and what you 
are not willing to put up with. Yeah, I think that once you finally accept yourself, you're going to start attracting more people who respect you. Because I think back to when I was at my lowest self, I would, you know, 2 a.m. texts were totally okay with me and and people blowing me off and, and, you know, canceling plans last minute were okay, or maybe not responding to my texts or, you know, I would let guys treat me a certain way because I thought that was what I deserved. And now that I like genuinely accept myself, if someone is not going to respect me or honor my time or, you know, realize my worth, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. And it's not an overnight process. It takes a lot of time and a lot of worth, work, work and growth, (laughs) not work, work and growth. Um, (laughs) Worth and work and growth. Or yes, all of those things. It it takes a lot, but it's something that I think once you get there, that's when you're best, you know, set up for success in terms of being in a place to really find somebody who is right for you. Yes, 100%. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right. I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi-infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating, or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. 
Yeah. So I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about, you know, when you are dating, obviously you went through this journey, you grew a lot in it. You, your whole world kind of changed the way you viewed yourself changed your body physically changed when you are dating and, you know, getting to know somebody and connecting with them on a deeper level. Is there a point at which you open up about this? And if so, like, when is that point? And how do you do it? Because I know a, a big question people have when they, you know, have struggled with an eating disorder or any type of, you know, more intense thing that they've faced and, and gone through. Their question is always like, well, how do I tell somebody about this? And when do I tell them? And how do I tell them? Yeah, so I, I've been very honest in my past days, I would say, maybe like three times or so I've told people and it was around date three or four. And I just kind of tell them, you know, I'm like, Hey, you wanted to let you know, not, I wouldn't say it like that. I would say, I kind of just talk about my past and I say, I actually just to let you know, like I, I recently recovered from an eating disorder and I am pretty okay now, but I, this is something that I went through and I, I think you should know. And they've always been, I've never received a negative response. They've always been very receptive and nice. And I've even, you know, dated guys who have related and have been like, you know, I've, I've dealt with my own eating stuff, which is kind of like a relief. Um, but I've never had a negative experience. So I really would tell, you know, anyone listening to not be afraid to, to be honest and not hide it. Because I think when you hide it, it's kind of like, it's an important piece of who I am and it made me who I am today. And I'm not really afraid to tell people, but I, I understand why someone would feel uncomfortable. But I think, you know, whenever you feel comfortable, whether it's day four or two months in, it is an important part of your story and your partner deserves to, to know about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, about just like, it makes me feel really good to hear that everybody's reactions were positive and, and supportive and accepting. Because I think that's people's biggest fear is that, you know, they're going to open up and somebody's not going to accept them for that. And when I say you guys, like everybody has been through something everybody yes. there is not Everyone. a single person out there even your friends you might think like oh like they haven't experienced the shit that i've experienced it's like i promise you whether or not you know about it they have gone through their own shit and that is something i've learned a lot over the last few years and especially you know from me opening up is that other people will open up back and you know appreciate that i gave them a place where they felt you know safe to do that and i think that's what's so important with dating is like don't be afraid again don't you know you don't have to get on a first date and jump right into it but when you start to feel comfortable with someone when you want to get to know them better and let them get to know you better and and know who you are and what you've been through don't be afraid and if somebody reacts poorly then done bye you, you bye. just said what i was gonna done. say if they don't if they react weirdly or you know don't accept it or think it's odd that person is not for you. Bye. Whenever, if that happens to me in my future, done. I'm out leaving because yeah. it is who I am. It's made me who I am. It was difficult. And I'm going to be honest, it's an everyday struggle, but yeah. it's, it, it's the reason I am the way I am today. So if you're not going to accept that, see you later. <laughs> what would be 
the ideal response. Let's say, you know, someone's listening and they're going on a date later this week and somebody opens up to them and says this exact same thing. You know, they've been recovery from eating disorder. They're currently experiencing, like facing one now. What would be the ideal response that would make you feel, you know, comfortable, supported, accepted? I think an ideal response would be thank you for sharing. I really appreciate you for being honest and open. And I think honestly, them saying something along the lines of I am here for you, if you ever feel like you're struggling or feel like you're going back to those thoughts, I'm here to support you. And I think also an ideal response would be them maybe sharing something personal too, or just being honest about any struggles they've had, but just knowing that you have that comfort and support daily, I think that's the kind of response that I've received um, would be the best. Just being like, I'm here to support you if you ever feel like you're going back. I like almost started tearing up when you were saying that, because I think it really is so powerful. And, you know, our words mean so much. And obviously, you know, when you're getting to know somebody, you hope that their actions match those words, but just to, you know, be, be so open and vulnerable with somebody that you're just getting to know and to have them kind of give you their like open arms and, and open their heart up back to you, I think is one of the things that makes dating so beautiful at times. Yeah. And I know we all look for those moments and they're, we don't come by them often, but when we do, it's really like, wow, there are people out there that truly accept me for me and are here for me. Even if they're somebody I just met on dating app three weeks ago and I'm on my third date with, like, it just gives you so much hope. And like, it just makes, I don't know. it, It makes me happy. No, I know. I mean, it's crazy because there's been dates where I've been on like date number two and I've been able to have these sort of conversations and I'm like, I've built a deeper connection with you than I have with someone who I've been kind of talking to for six months that has been like very surface level. So I think when you're able to have those deep connections and be open and honest and receive that support, it's like the most important part of building a relationship. I think like once I, I built or like have that locked in that trust locked in, I'm ready to move on to the next level. I really am. And it makes you more excited. It makes you feel like, wow, this actually could go somewhere. And there is somebody out there who accepts me for me and I'm ready to accept them for them. Yeah. And honestly, it just goes to show that looks mean nothing when it comes to a relationship. It's all about that kind of just real relationship you're building with a person that's like a soul to soul relationship. That's like just more about who they are. Think about the people you've gone on dates with that you physically haven't been attracted to and then really like them because you just get along well, you have, you know, similar tastes or personalities or, you know, priorities. Like it's just, it goes to show looks mean nothing. (laughs) I have dated people where like I have been so into them and wanted to be with them so badly. And then, you know, it ends I'm moving on, getting through the breakup. And a few months later, I'll like see them on a dating app. And I'm like, ew. Like I literally had that exact experience. And I'm not obviously not going to say who it is, but like there was this one guy, I saw him on a dating app and I was like, I would, and we met, we met in person and then seeing his pictures on an app, like I would never have swiped right on this person. And obviously that sounds like really mean, but in 
all that being said, it's like, you know, thank God I was given the opportunity to develop a connection with this person who meant so much to me because, you know, on the surface, yes, maybe I'm not like attracted to their pictures on the dating app, but they brought me so much and we connected on such a deep level. And it is so crazy how you can meet somebody in person and that you never would have matched with on an app, but you connected. And that's like what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you say that because one, there was this one guy who I was so into in Miami and same thing physically. I was like, he's everything I'm looking for. And then, but he's just such a party, whatever. He's just not for me. And I could not get over him. And now I can't even, I can't, I cannot look at a photo. I'm like, I don't know. What was that about this person? On the other end, I was actually at a bar in Miami the other day. And there was a guy that I was like, he is so cute. I'm going to shoot my shot. So I, which is like the, one of the gutsiest thing I, things I've done was Love I pointed it. at him and I go, you come here. <laughs> and Jackie. He came, I know, shoot my shot. And he came over, we started talking and immediately I was just like, I can't have a conversation with this guy. Yeah. And I was like, I got to go. And I told my yep. friends, I was like, I, I got to go. Like he's cute, but he's just not. <laughs> it's like you. I was like, never mind, go back. But it's so funny how you think like physically like, oh, this guy is, is it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is my next date. No. Yeah. Go back to your friends. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. It is. I love having experiences like that and hearing about experiences like that because it really goes to show like you guys looks are not everything. In fact, they're like 5% of it. All all looks do is initially draw you to somebody that's it yeah that is literally it yeah do you remember when yeah do you remember when you and jake had that like it's jake right yeah had that moment where you were like or when you had that moment when you were like we really built a deep connection for me it was on our third date so our first two dates like we're like fine like date number three that's what i'm date number three is a really big deal honestly and i think we need to throw parties for our friends when they make it to a third date not to add pressure (laughs) but just to be like yo this is really hard and you made it to a third date so like you're done with the surface level with the like what you do it's more like okay onto the whether whether or not the third date goes well like you made it to a third date it's a huge deal in dating in 2022 yeah but i I, it was the day after I'd gotten my first COVID vaccine and I felt so sick, but I was like, I'm going to go on this date. And you know, the whole time I was definitely struggling. Like I could not lift my arm. I could, I felt so sick. I couldn't cut my food. He had to like literally cut my food for me, put my jacket on for me. Like I was unwell and we had a really fun day out like doing things. And then at the end of the day, we ended up going back to my apartment because I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go back and watch One Tree Hill for four hours. Like, if you want to join, you can. Because we had both talked about how much we love One Tree Hill. And I was in the middle of, like, binging it for the third time. And so he was like, okay. And he, like, got in cab with me and came back. And, you know, like, I got home. And I immediately went into my room, changed into, like, sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And we just sat on the couch together. Me still feeling, like, absolute shit now in comfy clothes, not giving a crap about what I looked like or how I was sitting, how I was positioned or anything like that. And I was just like, wow, this is somebody I could have a really good time with and then come home and feel 110% comfortable with. And that was a really big moment for me in realizing like, okay, there's definitely something here. And this is somebody I 
feel like my most comfortable, authentic self with. That is the most important thing. It's like feeling like you are being your true self and taking that mask off, taking the makeup off, putting sweats and them accepting you and not caring. It's almost like the most refreshing thing. And that's when you know you've you've built that real relationship when you don't have to pretend to be someone you're not or not even someone you're not, but you're just this is, this is who I am. I'm like in sweats, I'm watching One Tree Hill. I'm, you know, I'm going to order food, whatever. That is, that is the best. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I went to a uh, wedding brunch yesterday, like the morning after, and the title of the brunch on the itinerary was like, come as you are. Cause like everyone's, you know, going to be hungover, exhausted, (laughs) like about to like drive five hours or fly back to wherever. And like, that's exactly how I felt. I I could just like come as I was to this guy like with this guy on a third date and like not I wasn't worried about anything and I think that's so important because there are so many people I've gone out with where I felt like I my makeup had to be perfect my outfit had to be perfect like I had to you know be sitting on a certain side of them where I like thought was my good side like so many things and you want to be with somebody where you don't have to think about any of those things yeah where you're just like this is who I am, take me or leave me. And yeah, I mean, it really takes a lot of self-acceptance and, and being okay with who you are without, you know, without the makeup, without the yeah. cool clothing, like just as you are in the moment. And I think, exactly. you know, it's so funny because I, I was thinking about before, you know, coming on here, I was like, do I even like put any makeup? Like, I kind of just want to like come as I am. Like, as you're saying, I, like, I, come I, as, that's, that's what I, I preach. I'm like, yeah, and I love it. I mean, I'll be honest, I've been like so lazy lately that I was like, maybe I'll put a little bit, whatever. But <laughs> I'm just, I preach and like, come as you are. And like, I'm right now, I'm wearing like a crop top, which is something I would have never worn years ago. And like, my stomach is out and I just don't care. And it's just like, come as you are. Like, someone is going to love you, whether or not you have rolls or cellulite or whatever it is. Like, someone is going to love you yeah. exactly as you are. 100%. Like I woke up at uh, like half hour before doing this recording. I washed my face. I brushed my teeth and that was it. I'm in a sweatshirt I and I didn't even set up lighting. I'm just like, I want to feel good during this. And yeah. it's, you know, like me wearing makeup, doing my hair, putting on a, like a cute outfit is not going to impact how this conversation goes and how you and I are able to connect. And I think that's just like, it's just so important to be comfy and be able to come as you are. And like, trust me, it it doesn't happen overnight. And it takes, like you said, like it, it it's a journey. And, you know, me saying that I went on a third date with Jake and felt comfortable, you know, changing into sweatpants and not being able to cut my own food and having him like do these things for me because I felt like shit. Like it didn't, I didn't just snap my fingers and have that happen. Like it didn't happen overnight. I went through hell and back in my dating life before meeting Jake and like finding somebody that I really felt was right for me. So, you know, if you're going on dates and you're like, well, this isn't happening for me or I'm getting to the third date and I'm not feeling comfortable with somebody like, but Alana was able to find Jake. It's like, trust me, I did not just find him. I, yeah. I searched for the needle in a haystack and it, I got poked by a lot of needles and it was not <laughs> comfy for a very, very, very long time. So please remember that. Like part of me wishes that I had, I mean, I started this podcast a month before I met Jake. Like part of me wishes that I had a whole year of, you know, like my single trials and tribulations in the dating world so that you guys could really have like seen my ups and downs. Um, But I try as, as best as I can to, you know, remind you of them, but I just know, you know, it's not easy out there. So. 
Sunday yeah. And honestly, I think that people, I, when I heard your story about Jake and I heard Carly's story about like how she met him on, um, locks, like I was like this, it gives me hope. I honestly think your story gives people hope if anything, and you have the stories from your past to tell, and you can incorporate them into the podcast, but it, it gives people hope. Like for me, I'm like, okay, there's, there's hope in unhinged. There's hope. Yeah. Like, there's people out there. If me and Carly could go through what me and Carly went to guys go listen to the Carly Silverman episode. If you have not yet, um, if we could, Carly's Carly's, I will say Carly's story is crazy. Crazy. How she just like went through an insane breakup and found her match on on locks club it really is it yeah. gave me a lot of hope same with yeah. yours but it if, really if she can go through that and find her person and be great i'm looking for the title of that episode real quick really um, good. it was like a few months ago from feeling hopeless to finding love with carly silverman july 5th 2022 everybody go listen to that one at the end great of this episode yeah yeah okay hi carly <laughs> hey carly all right i want to you know get in one last bit here about getting ready for dates and what tips you have for you know feeling confident maybe on days when you wake up and you don't feel that confident or just how do you get yourself in the right mindset when you're in the hour or so or even the day before you go on a date a couple of things. I would say the first thing, and a lot of people are like, that's silly, but some people are like, that is great. Affirmations. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, and I can share some, say some affirmations to yourself that make you feel good about your body. Whether that's, I accept you. I accept what you look like. I feel confident. I feel good in my skin. I'm radiating conf confidence. My aura is glowing. Like I just say these affirmations to myself that make me feel better. And I just repeat them. And that's something that really helped me during recovery. I just started to tell myself these things and eventually I believed them. So I would say, look at yourself and, you know, very Serena Kerrigan style, like say these affirmations. Another thing is find an outfit that makes you feel good. We talked about this, but before that date, go through your closet and find an outfit that you're like, I feel really confident in this. I feel good. I feel comfortable. I can sit down. I can stand up. I can walk around. It kind of showcases my personality. Um, find that outfit that makes you feel good. And then number three, more than anything in terms of body acceptance, remind yourself that you're more than a body. You are not just your looks. You are more than what you look like and remind yourself that whether or not this person is it, you are going to find someone during this process that loves and accepts you exactly as you are. You don't need to change. It's not about your body. If the day doesn't go well, it's not about your body. It just wasn't a match. So just make sure to remind yourself that before going on the date and I'm sure it'll go well. And just remember that you are an incredible person and you will find that person who sees that. I love all of that so much. There's a quote by Tanks that I, I don't remember exactly what it is. I'll find it and I'll post it on the Instagram story, but it's something about like, we're literally just like globs of skin on our bones. Like that's what we all are. And like, we obsess over it so much, but it's just like, we're all skin and bones. Like that's yes. just what we are. It's our little like, our little Pac-Man or our little like Sims just walking around the world doing things like that's all it has to be. You know, it doesn't have to be everything. And, and I love your point about the outfits. I know we talked about that earlier, but I want to also, you know, add on to that and say like, find your one outfit and guess what? 
all you need is one. You can wear the same outfit on every first date. You can have a first date outfit, a second date outfit, a third date outfit for when you make it to that, the wonderful, amazing, exciting third date milestone. But like you can rewear the same shit over and over. I did it. I have friends who had sent me Snapchats like I'm in like the infamous third date outfit. Like you can just (laughs) find the things that make you feel good and wear them. I totally agree. I used to, I got rid of it because it doesn't fit me anymore, but I used to have this, the first date outfit. It was like this green top with jeans and I would wear it every single first date. And it was like my good luck outfit. And, and then I used to have in Boston, another first date outfit. Like it, it's changed throughout the years. I need to find my first date outfit, but it's, um, it's so important. Just reuse it. No, who cares? Like no one's going to yeah. see you. Nobody. It doesn't matter. All right, matter. Jackie. We've referenced your TikTok a bunch of times throughout the episode. Where can everybody find it? And, you know, if there's any final thoughts you have, anything we didn't get to, let's hear them. Um, So you guys can find me on TikTok and Instagram, Life of the Shameless. It's a pun on my last name. And I would just say to anyone watching this, remember that you are more than a body and you are going to find someone who loves you exactly as you are. That is my final thought, even though we, we kind of... Um, repeated that multiple times, but that's okay. I want it to be really ingrained. Exactly. Your 20th reminder. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Before I forget, I mean, it's probably going to end up being the same thing you just said, but I have to ask my favorite question, which is what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever gotten? Ooh, okay. The best piece of dating advice I've ever gotten is... Oh my gosh. Let me think about this really quick. It's hard. It's hard. No pressure. Um, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Take your time. You know what? I'll do, I'll do my little outro while you're thinking and we can get people hanging on and waiting so you guys while jackie is thinking of her best piece of dating advice don't forget to send this episode to a friend who would benefit from hearing it which i know there are a lot of people out there who have so many things they can take away from this episode so send it to the group chat share it on your instagram story if you loved it give a five-star rating and review definitely 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 follow jackie life of the shameless yes life of the shameless Shameless. i love her content so much i'll be sharing some of that on the story and thank you guys for tuning in i'm so excited all right jackie let's hear it Okay, I would say the best piece of advice would be find someone who compliments you and who is not your better half, but is like the yin to your yang. So someone who just like fits, um, is like your better half, like is just compliments you. So um, I think that's my goal in life is to find someone who is not better than me, is not lesser than me, but just who who fits, who fits. me and fits who fits my lifestyle and fits who I am and, and gets me. I love it. I don't know if that made sense, but a lot of rambling there. A lot of rambling. It's perfect. (laughs) Thank you, Jackie, so, so much for being here. To everyone who tuned in, thank you again. Don't forget to rate, share, all that. Follow, subscribe, like I just said. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week.